Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey folks, how you guys doing this week? It's Steve, we're back with Bold Sports episode 10. We're actually recording a little early due to some schedule conflicts. Uh... So, I don't like to think of it that way, though. I think it's because I'm so excited. I know. All the, all the great games over the weekend, man. There's we so many great to talk about there's it. There's so many great games, but unfortunately, we're recording before game six and seven of the World Series, where typically if we record our normal night, uh, we would at least finish game six, and there was a potential winner of the whole thing, or um, we might even have pushed off to record Wednesday night after game seven. But yeah, but I could have went till four in the morning. True. Just the way this World Series is going. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but so far, uh, week eight NFL results this week, Pat. Uh, Matt, you uh, made a little bit of a comeback. You chipped away a little bit. You went 11 and 2 this week, and I went 9 and 4. And uh, your total for the year is you're at 72 and 47, and I'm at 76 and 43. So you chipped away. Coming back, man. Coming back. We're only halfway through the NFL season, so we yeah. still have eight more weeks of this. And then we'll have to refigure out something for playoffs. Yeah. So maybe we could do like a daily fantasy type thing. Like pick players. There's so potential for that, yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. So um, speaking of fantasy, how's your fantasy football? You were away all weekend, so I totally fully expected you to like either be so bored with your family bullshit that you had going on. And be on your phone the whole time checking off, or you were just so enthralled with all your family bullshit, and you had no time to watch any college football on Saturday and any NFL on Sunday. Actually, I had a wonderful time at the wedding. It was a great wedding. I also had a lot of time to myself, and I managed to check out as much of the games as was practically possible without like being a total rude dick and like watching Penn State during a wedding. Um, but yeah, like the secret is to just don't sleep. So I'm kind of feeling it today. Um, yeah, still getting a little caught up, but I was I I toured the Naval Academy uh, Saturday morning and was back in time for like the second half of the pit game. Did Navy the have a home half. game? No, they were off this week. They were off this week. Okay, yeah. but they still had their Beat Temple banner hanging on the campus. So you know, well, I mean, it is Navy. I thought it was Beat Army. Well, no, they they put it up for whichever opponent is that week. Okay. Like, Beat Army is the big thing that people have on their houses, like, year-round. But, like, they also do, like, you know, just a reminder to the campus of who it is that they need to be focused on beating. Right on. So, it's Temple. This week? So, they'll be this week will be Temple. Um, but, yeah, I didn't really check my fantasy that much because uh, I was driving back on Sunday. So, I, I barely had any... The only thing on my phone was Google Maps. And, uh, <laughs> because thankfully, they weren't updating me like on my fantasy bloodbath while I was driving because I might have like wrecked into the gas pump at Chief or something. Right, Google Maps. Well, because you didn't take the normal way home. You I took... just like data, man. Like I know that, like you know, I know how to get there. It's like three turns. You know, I just I just like my ETA and. I like to, you know, know the names of all the roads that I'm, like, driving over and under as I, you know, pass through the, the wilds of Western Maryland. The wilds of Western Maryland. 
Yeah, man. I, my, one of my favorite parts about traveling is like checking my phone to like find out all the places that I bought gas. Because <laughs> I don't know the names of these towns. I just buy gas and then I get home and I look at my bank statement and I'm like, oh, that place. Yeah, I did stop in Hagerstown, yeah, apparently. apparently. Yeah. Hey, so, yeah, Frederick. Yeah, I've been there, you know. <laughs> but needless to say, I, I lost in fantasy this week. Um, Ezekiel Elliott really crushed me, which is kind of hurting me right now because if, if this matchup had been pushed back a week, I wouldn't have had to deal with Ezekiel Elliott. Right, because we just got the weight on the on the wire came through that his suspension is getting put back in. Um, so he's and unless they get another judge from a different state to put another injunction on it, and he can play next week, which who knows, it could happen. I I don't know. I personally think the kid's getting railroaded. It's a stuff that happened in college. The uh, girl and the whole thing even admitted that she lied under oath. She lied on social media. This, that, the other thing. It happened before he was drafted in the NFL, for that matter. It, you know what? I was watching Stephen A. Smith today and so forth, and you know, there's a whole thing about Roger Goodell getting his... Um, uh, what, what's that word? Uh, extension contract mm. extension to be the commissioner now there's a group of owners that are banding against him getting his extension and so forth and jerry jones is behind that well you know um but of course but me personally on my fantasy football this week i got shellacked to the point that i needed i had I had all my players played the 1 o'clock game this week except one. And the person I played, all their players played the 1 o'clock game except one. And they had one player on the 4 o'clock game. Um, I had a player for the 8.30 Monday night game. And when it came down to it, I needed Tyreek Hill to have 350 yards, 5 touchdowns, and 17 catches. That's like a video game. That's <laughs> not likely to happen. Needless to say, that didn't happen. I mean, Den- Denver's defense is at least good enough to prevent something like that. I, I, I think North Hills High School's defense is probably good enough to prevent something like that happening. Oh, that's... Okay, at least Pine Richland's high school. Yeah, you'd know more than me. <laughs> Which we're going to devolve, get into the WPIL because they're going into week uh, week week one playoffs here. Yeah, I guess so. So I, I, I pulled up some stats on that stuff. So, uh, yeah, fantasy football next week. It's a new week, man. Like, I don't know who I'm playing next week. I gotta look at that and see what they're looking at. But after this week, I'm gonna be four and four. Yeah. So, and in my league, four and four, I'm still in the hunt for the playoffs. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I, 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 I put myself a game ahead of the cutoff line last week. So worst case scenario, like I'm back in a tie for third. And and there's one guy in my league who proposes to get rid of the division system like every year. Because he feels that, you know, it rewards a mediocre team in one division. Like, like you know, it's just like it happens in real football where, like, you know, the NFC East say, like, every team goes, you know, like, a 500 record. One of them's got to make the playoffs because of the, my, this guy is, I don't know, he thinks he's, like, a radical thinker. But just don't don't screw with my fantasy league. You, you know, know, I mean, don't, don't fuck with things that have worked for years. Yeah. You know, like, you don't screw with the 64 tournament in college basketball. Well, they are. Well, they are. They, now it's like the 68 or whatever. There's pl- or, or, is it? Yeah, 68? Yeah, because there's a playing game. Mm-hmm. So, 
And it's and you're not allowed to call it a playing game, but that's what it is. Yeah, you're not allowed to call it a playing game, but that's what it is. So yeah, exactly. You know, uh, you know the, the baseball playoff system. Whatever happened to East versus West, number one there, boom. Now they went to wild cards, everything else. So yeah, I like the wild cards. Eh, it's rough. I mean, hockey. Hockey's the one that really pissed me off when they fuck with that shit. It's they fuck with it so much that I don't even like the know. hockey playoffs anymore. It used to you, you'd have your top eight teams. In your East, in your top eight teams in the West, one played eight, two played seven, three played six, and four and five played. So now they switched it up with the different divisions. There's no wild card or anything, but now you have your division play in. So that's why the Pens end up playing the Caps in round two, where that should have been the Eastern Conference final matchup. Yeah, if you're, you know, I mean, they. If you're not going to do like a straight, just like, you know, one versus eight, two versus seven, then like, I think you should receive the tournament after one round so that you don't have the top two teams playing each other yeah. in the second round. And like, everybody knew that, you know, well, they, they knew that they weren't going to get to see the Capitals for too much longer. But, um, sorry, I, I've still, I've still got a, a few like caps rips up my sleeve because I was in Maryland all weekend and. Oh, yeah. I didn't get yeah. to use them all. <laughs> you didn't get, yeah, exactly. You know? Speaking of you being in Maryland weekend, I seen a picture on the Facebook of your lovely girlfriend posted a picture of something, but in the background was a Sid Bream baseball card. Yeah, and, and I made the comment of, "Oh, thanks for ruining my weekend seeing Sid Bream, the crusher of all pirate hopes and dreams, when we were teenagers." And her comment back was, "You and Matt should podcast a whole episode just about that on how like Sid Bream stole your World Series as I kids have, and everything." I else. have feelings about it now, and now I get to see him like you know every day because his. You know, I guess she's just more forgiving than I. And like Sid Bream was her favorite player growing up, and and she doesn't she doesn't resent what he did. And you know, like he just ran. He was just doing his job. Yeah, I you the know, guy I, who hit the ball was Cabrera. Yeah, and I, the guy who fielded, you know, the, ball fielded the ball was Barry Bonds, who had the candy arm and made the weak throw. You know, I've broken that play down over the years, and we've talked about it uh, prior. I mean, it's it. it, it 20 some years now but it still hurts it still hurts it does hurt it does hurt all Sid Breen did was do his job and he's you know he's a scapegoat I guess yeah but they're, they're, it's kind of like a shrine to evildoers though because it's a Sid Breen card next to a Tom Barrasso card and then the Joker what was wrong, Tommy, what was wrong with Tommy T a lot of people thought he was a dick you know I mean I, you I, ever I, met I personally person? have no like interest in it because like i'm not a member of the media who covered hockey in the early 90s but you know like i've, I've heard that you know he smashed up the the locker room and that some of his teammates thought he was a little standoffish sometimes and he's kind of like treated like he's not like a two-time stanley cup champion as a result i don't necessarily think it's fair but you know i i, I think it's accurate to say that he's kind of like an anti-hero at best yeah and then the Joker, of course, as portrayed by Jack Nicholson, kind kind of kind of like a good guy in my book, right? <laughs> so st speaking on the hockey and so forth, we had um, uh, since we recorded last, we had a couple, uh, we had some games. Uh, two of them were crappy. You can call them that. You can call them games. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got two wins out of it. They were like they were like well attended scrimmages. Well, we got two wins out of it. We got shelled in the other one. I mean, yeah. You know, so uh, Phil Castle though, Phil the Thrill. Yeah. 
He had two overtime winners. He scored goals two ninety nine and three hundred in both in both those games in the overtime. Yeah. Um, Pens are seven five and one. They have fifteen points total. I believe are in third place in the division right now. Um, they're on, they're out in Western Canada. Um, they they took a loss in Minnesota, and then they had the game. They had back to back game. They took a loss in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and then they took a really really bad loss in Winnipeg, um, which Murray had his first kind of. His first bad showing, uh, they pulled Murray in the first period, and they put the uh, kid in, what's his name, D, uh, the Smith. The Smith put him in, and the first shot he faces was from Wheeler, and score, it was a hell of a goal. It was a pretty goal by Wheeler, hell of a goal. I, I don't know that too many goalies would have stopped that goal, but it just so happened to give Wheeler a hat trick in the first period. Oh. Uh, and the first shot the kid faces in the NHL is, mm. you know. See, I didn't, I didn't follow that game either because, like, I was driving yesterday. You were driving back. That but, was, but, but Julia was like reading, reading amusing tweets and Facebook posts, and one, one was that some, someone wrote, "I thought we got rid of Niemi," <laughs> and I, that was all I needed to hear, and I just, I just kept my eyes on the road. Yes, uh, the penalty kill. Doesn't look too bad. Neither does the power play. They're both pretty decent, but they both need work. Um, again, we're early in the year. Yeah, they got plenty of time to work on it. Like, like, like we said, hockey's three seasons. Hopefully, this you Western know? trip, will, if, even if they lose a bunch of games out there, like maybe they'll at least like figure something out, you know, or have some sort of like experience as a team where they're like, you know, just just get just get it together, guys, you know. Yeah, like I, when you when you lose, like it's okay to lose, but like it's concerning that they lose by, you know, six seven goals. Yeah, when they lose, they they lose bad. They don't lose by one in heartbreak or lose in overtime. They're losing, you know, seven to one. And you need to be <laughs> able to come back and win games, like going, you know, from behind a couple goals. You can't come back and win games when you're down like seven goals. It just doesn't happen routinely in this league, but. You know, if you put yourself in, like, such a deep hole, like, you're never going to even get a chance to climb out of it. And that can, you know, that that can turn a really strong team, you know, into not even a contender. It definitely can. It, it definitely can at that point. Um, and speaking of the Capitals, I mean, I, I don't know if you watched any of their games or whatnot, but, I mean. There was one on in a bar one night, and I just, I, I think they were out west. Yeah, it was, it was probably yeah. it was on late. I think yeah, they were probably out west somewhere. Uh, but that was a game I probably watched. And Ovechkin's doing his thing. You know what? What's he do? He lines up at the at on the left circle and and waits for a pass and then rifles it home. I mean, what Ovechkin's done for what ten years now? Mm. Uh, you know, and the Capitals. I mean, they're pretty. They're not fast. They're not as fast as the Penguins. They're not skating up fast, but they are uh, moving the puck well. Uh, you know they're they're moving the puck well. They're getting good scoring chances. Yeah. Uh, the Pens, uh, they're moving the puck well. They're I, it's the typical Pens, typical bullshit of shoot the damn puck. Good things happen when you shoot the puck. Weird deflections happen. Malkin's goal the other night was off four guys before it went into the net. I mean, shoot the puck. Things happen when you shoot the puck. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh, and we're sitting here watching highlights or 
lowlights of whatever. Uh, but, you know. Well, they're bringing Tristan Jari up. Yeah, they're so, talking yeah. about it. They're talking about it. I don't know if they did bring him up yet. They're still talking about it. You don't want to burn him, though. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. He still needs development. He needs to see. We were talking about this last week where Jari needs to stay. Uh, you know, unfortunately, with you know, with, with hockey goaltenders, I mean, in order for them to get any better, they have to stay in the lower leagues to get daily playing. Uh, oh, look at this. Uh, we're, yeah, watching like the, we're watching the highlights. going to get rocked again by the lightning. This will be the third time this year that he gets rocked by the lightning. So, so we don't need the sound on because, like, I think I can summarize that news segment. Like, Penn's goaltending is bad, but it might have gotten slightly better when they got rid of Niemi just the same. Exactly. So... So not bad, but so we don't have the solid backup that we had last year in Flurry. Right on. So hockey is a long season, like we said. There's three seasons of hockey. It's a long season. We got a long way to go. We're only 13 games into it. So on that note, we're gonna move into um, where we only have two games left of the season, and that's baseball. Baseball, man. World Series. We uh, finished game five uh, tomorrow. Uh, unfortunately, whenever you hear us, folks. Uh, the World Series will be over, and we don't even know what happened yet because we're recording on Monday, and, and we're not going to hear like... this till Thursday. So the World Series will be over by then, uh, and of course we'll report back on it next week when we record about uh, Game Six and Seven. Right. But um, so far the World Series man has been a wild World Series. Uh, it's it's full of of pitching, 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 and the long ball. Yeah. Is what this World Series is about. Um, the stat that that floored me was, so far in this playoffs, there's been 102 home runs as the most ever in all of the playoffs. And in the World Series alone, there's been 22 home runs. Just in the World Series. And that's five games. 22 yeah. home runs. Yeah, those balls are fine, man. There's nothing wrong with them at all. Yeah, they're not juiced anyway. They, they are not out of the vending machine at the front of Coons at all. <laughs> They're just regular hard-wound baseballs. Uh, regular hard-wound baseballs uh, that are that are leather-coated, covered, and stitched, and then rubbed with that special mud out of Alabama. That's all they are. Yeah. They're just baseballs. I mean, some of these shots, like, some of these home runs, I, I mean, just, uh, the some, balls are just flying out of these places. Uh, you know, and it's uh, exciting, but, I mean, I don't know. It's... So it's not those softball guys who like tour. Like I don't want that. I want baseball. <laughs> you know, like I like a little strategy, man. You know, I mean, uh, okay. So there has been strategy. Last night, game five, they're in the tenth inning. Was it the tenth at that point? Yeah. So the Astros and Obama was it Obama tenth or Obama eleventh? Anyway, you'll understand the setup because you watched the end mm -hmm. of the game. Uh, their catcher. Uh, gets hit by the pitch. Right. Goes and takes his first base. Then they get a single. Uh, moves moves him to second. He's not that fast of a runner. They know this. But they also have very few position players left on the bench and their mm -hmm. backup catcher. They say if this game goes much longer, they want to put that pressure on a young, I think he's a rookie actually, out of, mm -hmm. you know, catcher for Houston. Uh, put that much pressure on him if they pull him as a runner. So as soon as he got the second, Houston made the call. They pulled their catcher off uh, that was on second base, pulled him, so he's done for the game. 
the next batter comes up and slaps that single. And it's a good thing they put the pinch runner in because he made it home. Yeah. Where the guy, that's your strategy right there. Yeah. You know, okay. but, but, okay, that's good strategy. The rest of the game, it was the guys got on base and then another guy hit one 485 feet. Yeah. Uh, is what it come down to. And that game, I mean, Dodgers were up four to nothing and they were four to, four to one. And I went outside and smoked a cigarette and come back in and it was four to four. I'm like, shit, they hit a great home run, three run homer while I was outside. You know, in the full four minutes I was outside. But, um, Nah, this that that game last night was crazy. Yeah, it, it was it, crazy. It, it was very enjoyable. Like I like I said, I I was falling asleep. Like after the Steeler game, I was pretty much ready for bed. But I had to see some more baseball. You know, it it, it looked like it might it might still and be I a spent, close game, and it just it just kept going and going. And I got like more and more like into it, and, and then, then you I go, didn't it, feel tired anymore. Yeah, and then you didn't feel tired anymore. You're like, hey, I'm good to go. Like. Let's play nine more, you know. And well, uh, I, I don't want to push it, but right. I mean, uh, after the Steelers, I did kind of want to see a couple more comebacks. Yeah, after after the Steelers game was over, Amanda's laid here on the couch and she fell asleep. And she says, "When are we going to bed?" I says, uh, "After the after the baseball game's over." Okay, well, she fell asleep on the couch, and at that point, like the news was on. It was after eleven, you know. And then I had the baseball game on, and she wakes up at one at like one a.m. and she's like. Or it might have been after one at that point. She goes, thought we were going to bed after the baseball game. I'm like, it's still going on. It's only in the eighth inning. She's like, motherfucker. Ah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, no, it, all these games have been going. The first game went two hours and 20 minutes, which was the shortest World Series game yeah. ever. And then last night, I think, was the longest World Series game at five hours and 24 minutes. Yeah. Something like that. But this, this series literally has been about pitching and the long ball. And that's pretty much what it's about. Uh, Kershaw threw last night in Game Five for LA, uh, and then you got Verlander throwing Game Six. So I know I was saying Houston in seven, and you were kind of like, eh, you know. I I didn't like I didn't like the idea of the Dodgers playing an elimination game at home. I I think that they would get it together just 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 based on the atmosphere alone and the fact that they get to bat last. Um, so I was saying that if, if the Astros are going to, you know, win the clincher on the road, that they had a better chance in game six than in game seven. That was before I saw how the pitching was going to line up. And like, I feel a lot better about Houston in six right now. I actually, I'm, I feel a lot better about Houston in six right now with Verlander going on the hill tomorrow night. And, uh, you and I were talking before we started recording is we're both glad that we're going to be home tomorrow night yeah. to watch it. Are you off tomorrow or are you? I'm where I'm back to work tomorrow. You're back to I work could, tomorrow? I couldn't, I couldn't, I already took like a, a, a nice five day weekend and there are a lot of people who want Halloween off. So, you know, I'm happy to work Halloween. I work from home so I can just like, you know, yeah. chuck Tootsie Rolls down the steps when someone knocks on the door. <laughs> You just picture coming to your house for trick or treat, and just this handful of Tootsie Rolls come, boom, they're coming down the steps yeah. at me. Yeah, take one. Take one. <laughs> My ass, I'm taking handful, it all. Handful, man. Shit, wait, I'm gonna be home tomorrow. That means I gotta keep the porch light off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Porch light off. Porch light off. Front light off. Overhead nothing. lights off. Yeah. You know, TV's on. Yeah. But now nah, that's awesome. So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and take a break right now, folks. Here's a little uh, bit from our friends at Sorgatron Media and see what's going on over there with those guys. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. 
Alright folks, we're back. Uh, we're going to go to segment two. We're going to do uh, some college football. So Matt, you said since you were at the wedding and everything and so forth, you got to watch a little bit of college football this weekend. What games did you get to watch? Because I know uh, your lovely girlfriend is a Gamecock through and yeah, through. We saw none of that. You saw none of that. Um, I, did they I, win? Did they win? They did win. Like I'm not even sure that our standard deaf television in the hotel room even gets the SEC network. So I, I wasn't really even looking for that. You know, trying to learn like all the different channels. And it's it's a place that's got like DC channels and Baltimore channels. So like... Yeah, it was, it was hard enough to just find the Penn State game, to be honest. You're like, I got two I got two ABCs, I got two CBSs, I got two... I had two ACC Network games, Steve. Oh, wow. I got to watch the Pitt game, but then there was also, like, a different like, regional ACC game, like like Duke or somebody on, like, another channel. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, it was kind of cool. So many channels and not enough TVs. I know. But it, it wasn't a big deal. You know, like, I did some sightseeing and then... Like, I was back in time to catch the end of the pit game. So what would you think about the pit game? Um, Other than that they won 31-14 over Virginia Cavaliers. I don't know what parts you guys see. I guess, like, mostly, like, the things that really I remember, like, taking note of, I guess, like, Danucci running. Danucci Um, did. He He had a touchdown on the ground himself. Um... And he also had a passing touchdown. Uh, there was two more TDs on the ground. And then you had a touchdown uh, as a punt return. That was uh, Quadre Henderson had that. The offense was totally clicking. Uh, the defense was on point. Uh, like I said, Henderson had that punt return. You had two other rushing TDs. Danucci had a rushing TD himself and a passing TD. This was kind of a big – this was a great game for Pitt. It was a well-balanced game. They played the whole sixty minutes. Uh, they didn't. They didn't let up, and they didn't make too many mistakes. There wasn't a lot of dumb mistakes. Uh, Virginia didn't make that many mistakes. They just didn't play that good of a game. Now, granted, it rained the whole time, and it was cold. Well, you know, cold being it was fifty degrees or 48, 50 degrees, and it rained the whole time of that just piss you off rain. It didn't just rain. It just pissed you off rain. It was like Seattle rain, misting all day and everything else. It wasn't heavy downpour. It was, yeah. You're not, you're not drenched. You're just uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, that shouldn't matter. Like, it's fun to play football in the rain. It is. It is fun to play football in the rain, except that ball gets really slippy. No. Um, no one ever passed me. You're five foot five. All right, yeah. it's five foot six. Wow, I mean, <laughs> but I was, I was, kind of like with everybody for a minute there. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't until like high school when like everyone started getting taller than me. It wasn't until seventh grade. <laughs> Nobody's six foot in like you know middle school, right? But no, so you did get to see in the pit game. What'd you like about it? Just that they won. That they won. I mean. um... Yeah, that's good. I, I like that the um, the commentators were talking about Pitt's schedule coming up and and in their division specifically. Oh, yeah, the you know it's not pretty. It's not pretty, but well, they, Virginia they, has a worse one. But but just the fact that they still kind of control their destiny. Um, not not to like 
Yeah, not to expect too much from that fact, but it is good that they could. Virginia needs one win to be bowl eligible. Yeah. Where Pitt needs two. Two. So And they have Miami, Florida State. Uh, next week they have UNC comes into Pitt. Uh, well, not next week. Pitt's actually on the bye this week. So, so uh, UNC comes in Thursday, November 9th. Mm. So Pitt's got this weekend off coming up. And then they, I guess they get the, the short buy, where they're off Saturday, but they play Thursday. Okay. You know they don't have that full two week buy period, yeah. so they got Thursday. Um, that you know with with UNC coming in, UNC's not that bad, but they're not that great. I mean, UNC, UNC, Duke, Wake Forest. They're not football schools. They're basketball schools. Mm. Yeah. You know, in the ACC. They always have been. They're football teams there because they have to have one. Uh, I think Duke was ranked last year for a little bit. Duke was pretty good last yeah, year. Yeah, NC State's and, and, ranked. And NC State's ranked. Yes. I mean, NC State's a hell of a football team. Their football team and basketball team have always been mediocre. Where Where every now and again they get really good. And then every now and again they're gonna get really bad, but a lot of times they fall in the middle, make it make a tournament for the basketball. They you know they they end up you know they make a tournament every every so many years in basketball, football. They get into some bowls, nothing major. Yeah. This year they're looking at a major type bowl. I mean a major bowl. They're looking at probably like a Gator Bowl or the Outback Bowl or one of the bigger bowls, but not a but not a top five bowl. Yeah, but still, you know, like a, a New Year's Day or yeah, a New, a New, Year's, a New Year's Eve, Eve New yeah. Year's Day, uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's Bowl. Yeah, those are the you ones know. that get the most you know viewers. Exactly, watches. I mean, when the bowl games start Thanksgiving weekend, and it's like you know, <laughs> it's almost bowl season. You're right. Yeah, yeah. When the, when, you know, when the bowls start Thanksgiving weekend, and it's like you know, uh, you, you know, uh, treasurehunt.com bowl. You know, yeah. that's held at, like, Slippery Rock Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I was, I was in India in, like, 2008, and they have ESPN over there, and they televised the GMAC Bowl live from Mobile, Alabama. It was on at, like, 4 in the morning over there. And I'm like, who? Like, no one in America is watching this game. And it's Why is it time. on in India? You know what I mean? But I was up. <laughs> I watched it. Because <laughs> you were in India. It was Toledo. It was like, oh, yeah, you know. Like, the Bulls, like, you know, if people aren't, like, educated about how college football works, they might make the mistake of thinking that, like, Toledo is this, like, super good team. But, no, they're pretty actually mediocre, and that's why they were in the GMAC Bowl. Right? I can't wait until, like, some, some bowl games, man. Like, I just, um, you know, if Pitt gets in any bowl game at this point, like I'm happy, good for that. Yeah, good. And I'll watch it. But right. all the other games that don't that involve teams that, that I don't care about, like I'm not watching any bowl games except for the playoffs. Well, uh, and, 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 and speaking of bowls. and speaking about playoffs and bowl games and squandering them, that's what Penn State did this weekend oh, too. You know, but they could they could still don't they have an outside chance at winning? They could still win the Big Ten. Penn State won the Big Ten last year. And didn't even make the Final Four. And Ohio State didn't win their big... They didn't even go to the conference championship and gets put in. This is everybody's big debate. And all these Penn Staters 
out there right now. And all I saw on Facebook and Twitter on Saturday after evening was, oh, so this is how it works just like last year, except Penn State's going to lose to Ohio State, and Ohio State will go to the Big Ten Championship, but Penn State will still get into the Final Four. I don't know. It's an outside chance. They're just pissed because last year Penn State won their side of the conference, went to the Big Ten Championship. They lost, but Ohio State didn't even go to the championship game and still got put into the Final Four over yeah. top of Penn State. You know, This it, is a different scenario because there's a head-to-head now. There is, you've, you've there is a different scenario. It is the, a head-to-head. The, the, the advantage goes to the Buckeyes based on the head-to-head because they won. Yeah, and the only the only way the Penn State can get into the Big Ten championship game is if Ohio State loses now. If they've got true. to lose another game. Penn State's got to win out. They, Penn State has to win their their half of the Big Ten exactly in order to play. So they don't control their destiny anymore. No, they but don't. It's they not need, out of they, the question. They they could still get into the Final Four. They, they just need help. They need help. Michigan, they, you know, Michigan look in your direction. Yeah, Michigan's got to beat Ohio State. Um. Somebody else has to beat Ohio State. They only have what three games left, right? Yeah, because Big Ten's the one that's done early, right? Big Ten's the one that's done before Thanksgiving. Uh, I think they play their, I think they play their championship games Thanksgiving weekend. No, I think they play the. I thought or the week all after the conference championship games are like the same, the same day. Uh, they, they, I think they go head to head with the SEC. That's right. They never did have a. Oh, they're only what their second or third year having a yeah, conference it, championship. Yeah, like they'll be on. Like they Fox used to be done. Then, they were yeah. done before Thanksgiving, and then they now they have a conference championship. that's like the following week or whatever it is. Mm. They're all yeah, ACC, SEC, Big Ten. They're all that same weekend. So um, I mean, we'll see. Don't you know? But you know, if you did watch that Penn State Ohio State game, I watched about. I I I, I saw what I needed to see. I watched the opening kickoff. I watched Saquon Barkley return it 97 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the route's on. Yeah, that's what I thought. And too, I flipped but... back on. I'm like, oh, the route's really on. It's like 28 to 7. Mm-hmm. I flipped back, and it's like 28 14. And I flipped back, it's like 28, you know, uh, 16 or no, 28 20, 17. Then I flipped back. I'm watching the Notre Dame game because I was more interested in the Notre Dame game. Likewise. And then it was 39 to whatever. Penn State's up 15 points, and they squander 15 points in the last 10 minutes of the fourth. Yeah, yeah. I um, the, I checked I checked the score right before I went down to the wedding ceremony. Oh. And it was that 15-point lead, and then I checked my phone. Once the cocktail hour started, you know, got my, got my bacon-wrapped shrimp in one hand and my phone in the other. <laughs> and I'm like, holy. Crap! What did, what just happened? What took place? I, I left the house. I left the house. I had both scores. Left the house. Thirty five fourteen Notre Dame. It was thirty eight, or it was, was thirty nine, and minus fifteen points. Whatever that is. Penn State. Amanda's coming home from work. She said, "Hey, meet me out front. Jump in the car, and we'll just go to the grocery store." Perfect. Going in the grocery store, no problem. And my phone goes off. Hey, believe Ohio State scored. Okay, no problem. We go around and we go over to the pub area over at Whole Foods and they have the TV on. I watch Penn State just screw the fuck up. Oh, and I was like, how much time's left? Like a minute and a half and Penn State just fumbled. Did they have <laughs> a TV at Whole Foods? They have a whole bar at Whole Foods. They have five TVs at Whole Foods and a whole bar. Really? 
I've not. I've never been to this new one. So. Oh, great beer selection, by yeah. the way. So I've, the I've, cheapest I've, thing at Whole Foods? The beer. The, the beer. <laughs> yes, it is. Nice. Um, hence where some of my fancy beers that you see me drink oh, come from. They have PBR. So. They do have PBR. <laughs> All right. I think it's like $7 a six-pack for 16 ounces. I mean, I can get that at the sinker, but okay. Yeah, if, I, if, I, if I'm ever in the neighborhood. I actually, I think I'm, it might be cheaper. I don't know. They have Narragansett's, one of their... Oh, I like Narragansett. Narragansett's pretty cheap. I think it's like $5 a six... five fifty a six-pack for a Narragansett. They have Natty Bo? No, they don't have <sighs> Natty Bo. Bummer. I didn't see any where I was, man. All these Irish bars, they, they don't serve the Natty Bo. Yeah, right? Settle for Stella. Oh, <laughs> such a horrible time you had. Uh, Notre Dame, we mentioned that. We were watching that. That was a total ground game, Matt. 104 yards passing total by Notre Dame. I like it. But they had two TDs in the air on that. Um, the rest of theirs came on the ground. There was over 300 yards on the ground between all the between the quarterback, the two running backs are wondering everything, uh, and the wide receivers that were running those little sneak trick plays. It was awesome. Uh, NC State's D did uh, look slow, uh, unlike they looked against Pitt. Uh, but then again, everybody looks like a stud against Pitt this year, except for a few teams. Um, you know, a lot of penalties. A lot of penalties. There's a lot of penalties by NC State. Yeah. Notre Dame didn't commit a lot. NC State committed a lot, um, which gave up field position. Uh, and then, uh, of course, Notre Dame moved up to number five. So here Ooh. you're talking about, you know, the final four, you know, Notre Dame could slide in there. Their their one loss is to is to Georgia, right? And which Georgia has one loss as well. Georgia has one loss as well. Ohio State, do they have a loss? Right? Ohio State, Ohio State has a loss. Georgia, yeah. Who did Ohio State lose to? Michigan State. I think it was Michigan State. Okay. And then so, uh, Alabama does not have a loss. So okay, so the scenario would be like Georgia beats Alabama in the SEC. Okay, that would be nice. You've got two one-loss teams in the SEC. Do they both get in the playoffs because it's the SEC, or do they take someone else? Then you have Clemson has a loss to Syracuse, so Clemson's in your ACC. Well, that's yeah. the worst loss of, of any of the losses. That is the worst loss of any of the losses. I mean, shit, Clemson won last year with a loss to Pitt. Yeah. You know, Pitt was unranked. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that came later in the season. Some, sometimes, like, an early loss is, like... Well, Penn State's loss last year to Pitt hurt them. Exactly. It happened in, like, the second week of the season. Like, you, you would think that maybe they would have, like... You know, the, the committee that. would have overlooked it because, like, hey, look how, look how much they've grown since then and they've gotten their season back on track. So, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the whole fact that there's a committee involved is... In my opinion, a necessary evil because what I don't want is for the playoffs to expand. Well, you know they've it, already expanded to. I like it where it is at. Four. I like it where it is at four. I mean, if they expand it to six or eight, then you're talking another two, three weeks. Yeah, because you know it's football. You can't have these kids go out there and play on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. No, you know. I, I mean, mean uh, but exactly. I mean, you, you, if you expand it much more, then you're getting into. You're getting into to football. College football is going to go as long as the Super Bowl. Yeah. As long as the NFL. So anyway, you, like, you, you, you would get like a Big Ten team, the winner of the Big Ten, the winner of the SEC, maybe a second team from the SEC, and then like maybe Notre Dame. Maybe an independent, which is, I mean, how many independents are left? Notre Dame? That's it, really? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't, I don't. What, I mean, even Army and Navy have, have joined up with conferences now. Yeah. Um, 
I think Notre Dame is the last independent. I, yeah, there's I, probably one or two more. Troy, but Troy was independent for a minute, but like I think they're like that was just because of like realignment. I happening. mean, Penn State was independent until 1995. Yeah, you know, mm. uh, and yeah, it is what that is. But, it's just the, the way that they structure it with like you know conferences and these championship games. It's like you know Notre Dame plays one fewer game, um, and that that can help them or hurt them. Depending on how those games work out, you know, like they could, they could, you know, win twelve games and then you know Alabama goes twelve and one because they they lose in their their conference championship games. So, you know, I think teams are rewarded for putting, you know, putting their season on the line by playing that extra game. Yeah, and um, I'm not, you know, I don't know. Notre Dame just. I always felt that geographically and in terms of their history, like it makes much more sense for them to be in the Big Ten. It does. And I'm not crazy about this ACC deal because they're not really in the conference and they have to play all the teams. Like they have to play five on teams. like a rotation. Yeah. So not every year they, but they, they, you know, work they're, they're going to play the entire. They're, they're going like to play Boston College. They're going to play Boston College every year. They're going to play Syracuse almost every year, and they and they're going to get back to playing Pitt every year. Where Notre Dame played Pitt anyway at most time because they were affiliated with the Big East, you yeah. know, and and shit Pitt was independent for how long until mm-hmm. they joined the Big East in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, so <sighs> I wish I still had my sport bottle, like drinking bottle from like the first ever Big East game at Pitt Stadium. Oh, it had all the logos, including like you remember like how East Carolina used to be in the Big East at like the very beginning. Oh well, no, East Carolina was not in the Big East at the very beginning. They were in it eventually. They were they in were, at some point. They were in it at some point. That they weren't in the, the very beginning. The Big East started out as the Catholic schools. Well, it started out as a basketball conference, but they had to. Uh, Big the, e- I guess I'm talking about Big East football, like the, the the first season of like the Big East football conference. Yeah, they they, they it was like early '90s, right? Uh, no, it was in the '80s. It was no, it was definitely in the '80s. They the East Carolina was never in the Big East. They were in the um. Conference USA, they might have been a pit bottle that had the teams, the home teams, the the teams they played on at home. Possible because yeah, East Carolina. I I have friends. I used to date a couple girls that went to East Carolina, and they they were never in the Big East. Um, but yeah, college football. I mean, hey, every week's every week's a playoff week. <laughs> yes, folks, you heard jingling. That was my cat running across the room. Hi, Stella. Um, she looks so happy. Just I know, like, right? Just like bounce, bounce, just bounce, bouncing along. Um, but yeah, uh, in college football every week's a playoff week, uh, and it's going to get tighter. Uh, Notre Dame moved up to number five. Uh, they have Wake Forest going into South Bend next week. Penn State dropped to number seven. Uh, who they got next week? Next week, Penn State's got. Mm. I think they go somewhere. Uh, Matt's looking out real quick. Uh, and then the old, old scores. Don't tell me old scores. I don't want yesterday's scores. I want right? tomorrow's. Lines. And then UNC, uh, UNC, like I said, comes in the pit uh, Thursday. Oh, by the way, a uh, little bit of reference. If anybody cares about West Virginia, uh, they lost to OK State. Yeah. Uh, in Morgantown on Saturday, and I did not watch any of that game. I was just happy to see West Virginia lose. Another another high scoring typical Big Twelve game. Yeah. Um, 
The only thing that wasn't typically Big 12 about it was that it took place in a state called the Mountain State. Right. Um, but, but yeah, like... Instead of the plain plane states. schools, like, it's a tough, it's a tough travel to... To Morgantown, you know, it's you got you got to fly into Pittsburgh and then drive for like two hours. <laughs> fly into Pittsburgh and drive an hour, yeah. I mean, that's you know, I don't know. I, um, yeah, Oklahoma State's been in Pittsburgh twice this year. Yeah, <laughs> I've been, that 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 game's been uh, it, it was on my radar, but it's just stacked against the Pitt game and the Penn State game, and you know. Being well, on like a mini vacation and also. Well, we're gonna game, we're, like, we're gonna digress a little bit and and say, hey, guess what? It's week one of the WPIAL playoffs. Okay. So um, I haven't looked at my bracket yet, Steve. So I I have not looked at my bracket nor filled it out either. I don't I don't fill out a bracket. I just, <laughs> I just write I just write central real big on a sheet of paper and and, 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 and mail it. Yeah, in. I just mail it. Yeah, in. I don't even I don't even. Right so so here you go. Here's office. your number one seeds, Matt. Six okay. A. You got Pine Richland. Five mm-hmm. A's Penn Trafford. Four A's South Fayette. Three A's Aliquippa. Two A's Steel Valley, and one A is California. That is your, um, that is your number one seeds. Well, so fair and up top at the six A at least anyway. So number so November tenth, uh, is. Uh, this is oh their breakdown of when their championship games are. Uh, never mind. So we're gonna move into uh, let's see this week. Here we go. First round this Friday. Norwin's at Pine Richland. Pine Richland's ten and zero, and they are like number nine in the country now. Um, also six a North Allegheny's at Mount Lebanon. Oh, cool. North Allegheny seven and three at Mount Lebanon six and four. I think I that's. Have to go to I that think one. that's here in our neighborhood, man. That's real close, might, man. It, 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 I, shit, I work Friday. You're gonna have to go and take video, and I'll have to watch it later. I'll, I'll break it down. I'll tell it straight. F- Facebook Live it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here you go. You ready for this one, Matt? Yeah. Here's another game you're gonna have to go to. Okay. Hey, it's in the neighborhood too. Oh no, the KF. No, Central Catholic at Peters at Couple Stadium. Oh no way! Wow. I, now I'm torn. Now I'm really torn. Central Catholic versus where's Couple Stadium at? That's South Stadium. That's the oh, one that's on South Carson Street. Oh yeah. yeah, okay. So yeah, Central Catholic versus Peters Township at Couple Stadium. Do I drive to Lebo and like not park anywhere close to the stadium? To no, no, no. You walk from Brookline into Dormont and grab the T and go to Mount Lebanon. <laughs> Yeah, but I, it's actually a longer walk to the outbound platform. So oh yeah, take you're the right. Inbound, the inbound train to Station Square, and then catch like a fifty-one or something. a fifty-one or forty-eight, <laughs> three blocks and go. Not that I don't want to go to the Lebo game. Anyone right. who might be listening. Well, you know what? Send, send send your girlfriend the Lebo games, and she's a Lebo graduate. You go to the Central game. Both of you Facebook live it, and I'll watch it while I'm at work. Okay. <laughs> Um, you got two screens going at the same time. I, I'll borrow somebody's phone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Penn Hills at Bethel Park. Uh, that, a lot of there's a lot of games on the south side of the Mon. This this uh, that that that's your uh, that's you your, might have to cross a bridge, everybody. That's your class six A right there. That's, that's your class six A playoffs. Class five A Fox Chapel at Penn Trafford. Um, Franklin Regional at Upper Saint Clair. Uh, Woody High at Gateway. Ooh, there's a biggie. That's a biggie. Um, yeah, and the East End out there. That's that's a big one right there. Uh, Gateway's 9-1. Okay. 
Woody High, six and four. Then you got McKeesport at West Allegheny. Uh, that's a trip too for those McKeesport kids going to West A. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. Uh, Class four A. Um, you have West Mifflin's at South Fayette. South Fayette, of course, is the number one there, ten and zero. Uh, Newcastle has to come down and go to Montour. Mars is at Bell Vernon. Trinity is at Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Class three A. South Park at Aliquippa. Aliquippa is your number one at ten and zero. Aliquippa is always tough. Always. Yeah, always. Uh, Beaver at Elizabeth Forward. Derry's at Quaker Valley. Freeport at Seton LaSalle at Dormont Stadium. Oh, another one, man. Yeah, you you can walk one. to that one. Man, they should have a red zone channel of just like South Hills high school football games. <laughs> That'd be And awesome. I could host it. <laughs> Class 2A. Uh, Laurels at Steel Valley. Uh, Burgess Towns at the Shannock. Frazier's at Riverside. Uh, my girlfriend's uh, uh, alma mater over here, Miss Amanda's Avonworth Antelopes at Shulleroy. How the fuck did Avonworth get in at three and five? Wait a minute. This just does not make sense. Well. Burgess Town six and three at the Shannon six and four. Frazier's three and seven at Riverside seven and two. I think that there aren't enough teams in some of these classifications. Avonworth's three and five at Shalroy nine and one. Freedom's five and five at Washington's nine and zero. Oh. Man, this is like the NFC West from a few years back. Wow, Mohawk five and three at East Allegheny six and three. Brentwood five and four at Cardinal World North Catholic eight and two at Mars State. Go Brentwood! Jesus. Best center seven and three at Sarah Catholic six and four. That just how okay. How does three and five make the playoffs? I mean, I you know, we'll have to pop up the standings later. Uh, seriously? Yeah. Like I, it might. They might be the best of the worst. Maybe they just schedule a lot of non-conference games because there aren't a lot of like. I think the problem with these classifications is that they're more tailored towards like the PIAA scene. And that there aren't there weren't really enough teams in the Whippeal to like fully fill out six different classifications. I don't know. Well, which is see, why you've only got like two big conferences in six A, whereas the old Quad A used to have like four or five different oh, yeah. conferences. You know? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Like I like yeah, I really like single A had three conferences. Yeah. Or four like I, conferences. Like I never I never really follow like you know the the lower divisions just because like none of none of the schools around here like. You know, fit into I'm still trying to figure out. Amanda's over here looking at me like, what are you trying to figure out? Advenworth makes the playoffs at 3 and 5. Jesus Christ. Bishop Canavan, Class A. Bishop Canavan at California. Bishop Canavan is 3 and 6 going against 10 and 0 California. Wow. Union at Fort Cherry. They're at least comparable. 7 and 3 versus 7 and 2. Uh, Olsh, 8 and 2 versus Springdale, 5 and 5. And that's at Moon. We have Summit Academy at Clareton. Uh, Western Beaver at Carmichael's. Manesson at Jeanette. West Green at Rochester. And then you have a Saturday schedule is Imani Christian versus Stowe Rocks, and that's played at Woody High. Oh, boy. Yeah. Why are they playing at Woody High? Um, I mean, it's a good field. They just replaced the surface not too right. long ago. I don't, know. It's a big I don't even know where Imani Christian's at. Uh, Wilkinsburg? Like that might make, East Hills that might make sense. So it's kind, it's kind yeah. of close to them. Yeah. All right. If, I mean, if Penn Hills 
Wolverine is probably a better stadium than Penn Hills, just based on what I know about them renovating it recently. Um, I mean, they still have the bleachers built into the hillside on the one side, yeah, and then they have the other metal bleachers on the other side. But the field itself is a nice field. Yeah, it's just in a crappy area. Well, it's, uh, it's not easy to get to. No, it's on one run road that goes between uh, Turtle Creek and Monroeville. Yeah, and it's this windy ass little road. Yeah, I've never even been up there. I got to be honest. I was there two years ago whenever my son played out there. Uh, yeah. But uh, we're going to go ahead. That was, that's your WPIL breakdown there in playoffs this week. Uh, so hopefully your uh, your kids, niece, nephew, whatever family member's school made it. Uh, or you're just that creepy old dude that's all about it and traveling out to go see the high school that you played for 10, 15 years ago. Still doing it. Uh, so at that point, we're going to go ahead and take a break. A little more message from our friends at Sorgatron Media. We'll be right back. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks. We're back for our final portion of Fold Sports where we're going to talk about the Stellars. So, Matt, you, you said you got to see most of the game. Oh, yeah, on just your about way. all of it, yeah. And, and you probably listened to the first part on the radio on your way back. Yeah, just like the, the first field goal. Uh, was audio only, as we say, um, and then yeah, I was I was back home for, you know, the the rest of the first half, and then, uh, you know, went up the street to watch the second half and get some sloppy joes, because I was starving after a day on the road. Sloppy joes, how we like them? Extra sloppy for you. Extra sloppy for you. Definitely. So the Steelers did win, uh, twenty to fifteen. It wasn't. Real pretty. Um, it wasn't extra sloppy. It wasn't extra sloppy. Um, but you know what held the, the Steelers in this game? Defense. Red zone defense. Red zone defense, four stops. Yeah. Four stops on fourth and goal. And like hitting guys and wrapping them up and tackling them. Tackling. Not this arm tackle. Not let me try to grab their shoestring. None of that bullshit. They tackled, you know, the, the, the red zone defense was on point. Yeah. Uh, Detroit got in there. It, w- it was what four times they went to fourth and goal, and the Steelers stopped them. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Highlight on the offense for the Steelers was Juju Smith Schuster, 195 yards, seven receptions with a touchdown. Now, granted, that one touchdown was on a 97 yard pass touchdown sure. play. Uh, so that's where the bulk of those yards came from. Uh, well, they like, still count. It yeah. doesn't matter. I, I I think we're overlooking the fact that he had a 97 yard touchdown catch. He did. Um, that's never happened before. No, he in, has the in longest Steelers history. Longest touchdown reception in Steelers history. It beats Ben's 95 yard pass touchdown to Mike Wallace. And I believe though that that play, Mike Wallace. Ben bombed that ball like 45 or 50 yards. Mike Wallace caught it and ran it in. This ball was a 20-yard pass, and Juju just outran three dudes. Yeah, and it was just, I mean, whenever whenever I'm watching the Steelers and somebody's on a breakaway, like, I'm, I'm always on my feet, and I'm always just yelling, like, go, 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 go. And I never really felt like I yelled go so many times before in my life because it was, like, the longest run ever. So it was. It, it was also a personal record for me in terms of just 
you know, my heart not really working correctly for however long it takes him to run 97 yards. It, it, it seemed like it took a while. It, uh, it, it felt like it took forever. I mean, I know these, these guys are jetting, like, these guys are fast, but just, like, I, I really just felt like everything just stopped. Like, the whole room froze, and there was just nothing but, like, is he going to get tripped or no? And he made it, and it was amazing. And then the next ball they threw to him hit him right in the hands. And he oh, yeah, it. and he dropped it, yeah, oh, for a first down play. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a third and five. And that, that could have hurt him. If that defense didn't bail them out, like, you know, with 11 minutes to go, like, pick up the easy first down. But then he made a, a stellar play. Uh, the next ball that was thrown to him, he made a catch in between two defenders and, like, juke two of them off and got another 10 yards on it. Uh, you know what? Rookie inconsistency. Can we chalk up to that? Uh, but he had a coming out party last night, and uh, it was phenomenal. It was really, really good to see that happen. Um, uh, I was upset that none of the cameras showed Martavius Bryant on the bench or standing around in a hoodie, just like crying. Well, they showed him at least once. Uh, yeah, I, didn't. I know. I know they and I know they talked about it a good bit. So I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, they, they talked they about it a good bit. I had a couple shots of him standing there, but I don't know. I mean. So I mean, geez, is he gonna is he gonna be like mad now that they that they talked about him on the game too? I mean, he just I, I don't want to see him like keep digging a hole. Like I mean, he got it'd be demoted. nice if he could take his punishment and then come back and be productive because I think they could still use him. He got demoted to practice squad. Well, he can always work his way back up. You know, and that was his punishment. He'll be back up this week. He'll be back dressed. He'll be back in the game. I don't know what the game plan is going to be surrounding around him. I'll have to watch Tomlin's press conference tomorrow. Um, while I'm on my way to work, and I will most likely do that because I do every Tuesday. Um, Brown, though, I mean, he was held in check. Yeah. He had what? Uh, I, th I think he had like five receptions, but didn't have more than thirty yards. Always gets his five. You know, uh, he he ended up with fan he had seven seven or eight fancy points, something like that. So he, I mean, it's, it was. You know, if you're not PPR league, it really hurts you. If you're yeah. PPR league, it wasn't that bad. I mean, set, you know, so he had seven or eight fancy points in PPR league, but he he uh, was held in check. Uh, Bell, how about Bell having over 100 yards again with a yeah. TD? Did you like his little bench press uh, TD celebration there? I I must have missed it, or I didn't understand what was going on. Um, he he scored, and then it was. Um, uh, who went? Who, who kneeled? I, I think it was Juju, kneeled down in the end zone, and Bell like put it, sat on Juju's back and leaned back, and then he he started to do the bench press with the football, and then he had the linemen coming over as spotters, okay, and he had yeah. and then he had uh, one of the other linemen there as like the hype dude, like yelling up, "Come on and get it, get it." Okay, and he did the whole bench press, uh, you know, celebration, and then the refs were like, "Give me the ball, let's go." I mean, yeah, I, I, the celebrations, they're allowed to do them. They're allowed to use the balls of prop. They're allowed to do this. They're having fun with it. But they still need to know that the play clock starts yeah. as soon as the refs wind, wind it. So well, that's, that, why I like, that's why I like Juju's thing where he like just ran, just ran to the sideline and then later he went and got a, a chain. Well, because well, <laughs> the reason why he ran to the sideline is he was ahead of everybody else. There was no way... 
anybody else was catching up with him to be in the end zone for any type of celebration. True, and, and they were all mobbing Ben down at the other end. They were all mobbing Ben Because the they're end. like, we got to celebrate, but we don't want to run 97 yeah, yards exactly. to do it. So, like, exactly. the quarterback, who was all the way, like, standing down by the other goalpost at this point. So, whenever Juju, he, he scored, ran through the end zone, threw his arms up, went over, and he went over to the to the bike, the, you know, the... Uh, uh, the, the bike there on the side where those guys warm up and keep their legs loose. Yeah, you know, he grabs a chain. Somebody had a chain, and uh, I guess one he had one of the uh, equipment guys. Or it would had to have been because if it was just the chain that he brought himself, wouldn't that be like a penalty for like an illegal prop? Probably. You know what I mean? Like and it was on the sideline. It wasn't know, the end zone. If he smuggled a chain in, like it's it's his chain. That's a problem. But if it was just a chain that happened to like be an authorized chain, yeah, official chain of the NFL. Yeah, he pulls it out and he wraps the 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 freestanding bike up there and and does the whole quit no more. Like you ain't stealing my bike. You know. Uh. Yeah. You know, I think it was. I don't know if it was Bob Pompiani or if it was uh, Tim Benz or them says you know. Uh, Juju doesn't need a bike with wheels like that. Yeah. Uh, and mean, also, he's not going to have a bike for much longer if he's using a chain of that nature to lock it up because some bolt cutters, like, that thing didn't look very, like, thick. <laughs> so, like, I mean, like, you need a U-lock, Juju. Get a U-lock. I don't know if anybody's had this talk with you yet, but, like, get a U-lock, get one for your frame and one for your front tire. And, you know, like, don't give up the bike just because you're getting a car, man. Like, Well, he's not getting a car. I mean, he's going for his license test this week. Yeah. I Well, so why would you, if you have a license and you have, like, second-round pick money, like, why would you not at least get, like, a little, like, Hyundai or something to drive around? He's going to get a car. He's going to get a car. Get, get something with a hatchback so you can fit your bike in the back of your car like me, and then, and then you can, like, drive to, like, the bike trail. I don't know. You, you have fun with it, man. Yeah, have since fun. you're listening, we know you're listening. Totally, <laughs> Juju's totally listening to us. Um, nah, he's cool. I ran into him this weekend. Oh yeah, I did. I ran into. I I I bartended an event. Uh, it was an all ages event. Yeah. He wasn't getting alcohol off me. Um, uh, he was getting water. He was getting water. He was not getting alcohol off me, especially since I knew who he was. I know how old he is. Yeah, that, I've that never tough, served man. anyone underage before knowingly in my life. Yeah. I wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But anyway, because uh, I totally served penguins underage. <laughs> I totally served Jordan Stahl and Max Tapper. Yeah, but okay, so right, yeah. That, but it's they're legal in their home country. Right, yeah. So, yeah, they were legal in Canada. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, AT is legal in Canada. Just like a, you just have like an, a globalist view on liquor laws. Exactly, there it is. Mm-hmm. But no, I did not serve Juju uh, any alcohol this weekend. He was with... Uh, one of the defensive backs, uh, uh, they were down at a event that I was bartending at. Um, it was a concert-type event on Friday night. Uh, but no, uh, the Steelers coming into a bye week this week. They get time off. So that means we are going to see them around town because they're going to go back home. Yeah. Uh, they're going to go back to where they live year-round. maybe somewhere warm. Or maybe somewhere warm. Or probably, you know, maybe go down to an island. Um, yeah. you know, but not Revis Island. Not, Re- no, not Revis. No one wants to go to Revis Island. Uh, you know, but you're going to have, so these guys are going to be away. They got essentially two weeks off, uh, no, uh, two weeks off of the game, but they got a week off. Uh, they went in for their meetings today. Uh, their off day starts tomorrow and coach Tomlin will be like, I will see you next Monday or Tuesday. Probably the veterans will be back next Tuesday and the young guys will probably be back on Monday uh, and so forth. Cause 
just how that's going to go. They got to prepare. Uh, they got Tennessee. Tennessee is their next game coming in, I believe. Indianapolis, I thought. And, hmm. I don't know. We got this right here on the bye week. Oh, yeah, Indy. They go to Indy. Uh, they go to Indy for 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock game in Indy, Sunday, November 12th. And then... They are back home that Thursday night, 825. That's Tennessee coming in to Pittsburgh for a Thursday night game. And that's when it starts four night games in a row. Yeah. Where they got um, the following week after that. So they got Indy after they got the bye week after that. Uh, they're in Indy for a 1 o'clock game. Uh, and then they got Tennessee coming to Pittsburgh for 825 on a, on a Thursday night. Green Bay comes in 830 uh, on a Sunday night game. The Steelers go to Cincinnati to the Bungles Monday, December 4th for that Monday night game. Then we got the hated Ravens coming in uh, Sunday, December 10th. That's a Sunday night game, 8.30 kickoff. Um, I have so many friends coming in from out of town for that game. For the Ravens game. Yeah, for the Ravens yeah. game. I got a friend of mine. I got my buddies coming in from Indiana, Indiana the state of Indiana for that game. Uh, they're out in the Fort Wayne area. I got another friend of mine. I met last year when she was in town for the Ravens game. She's in from Denver. Um, she's coming back in with her friends. Um, I was her bartender for a week while they were in town for Christmas for that game last year. Um, and then we started talking, became friends, and her friend's a Ravens fan. But she's like, hey, we're coming back in for the game. Where should I stay for a hotel at? Cheaper than where we were last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then uh, and then after the 830 games, then they got 430 uh, Patriots coming into Pittsburgh, and they go Christmas Day to the Texans, and New Year's Eve, the Browns are in town. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, Steelers, with the record the way they are right now, being 6-2, and two, uh, after halfway, at halfway through the season, they're looking good. Juju, he's being compared to Heinz Ward, man. Yeah. He, they, they're already starting. He's just like Heinz Ward. Well, you know, well, Heinz Ward recommended him. Heinz Ward recommended him. Heinz Ward also, I mean, started off on practice squad and started mm -hmm. off on special teams before he became a starting receiver. And Heinz Ward started as a slot receiver, which is what Juju is. Um, you know, it, it's tough. It's real tough. Um, but yeah, Heinz Ward. I mean, Snoop's all over. But then again, he went to UCLA or he went to USC. Yeah. So. Uh, what's funny is Snoop's a huge USC fan, and his kid and Snoop's kid plays at UCLA. I know, <laughs> I know. You know, it, yeah, it happens. Yeah, you, know, you know, they asked Snoop about whatever your son goes to the NFL, and he said, "Well, that's if he goes to the NFL." I mean, Snoop's kids—I don't think he's getting a lot of recognition out at UCLA right now. Um, but Snoop's like, "Yeah, I, I want Steelers to take him. That just give me more reasons to go to more Steelers games." Uh, he's like, but he'll go where he gets drafted, or if he's a you know unrestricted free agent, you know whatever happens. Yeah, you know it's, it's great that Snoop's a Steelers fan. <laughs> Did you ever see Snoop in a Steelers game? He's awesome. I've never, I've never seen him. I've never seen him at a game. No, man. I, I've, I've, I've just seen his Instagram posts and and you know. Fire Todd Haley. Oh man, I'm I'm glad we're not at that point. Like of all of all the drama that we've had this year, at least we don't have like Snoop making like videos where he has to fire coaches. <laughs> like it's not to that point yet. Like I've heard a few people say fire Haley, but they've they've just been saying it like ironically, like jokingly. Um, yeah, I'm 
mean, I was I really enjoyed the Steeler game this week. Um, it was good. Still, the defense it still could have it still could have gone south and completely fallen apart there at the end. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, especially when you have you know uh, the red zone D. The defense kept them in this game, is what it was. Totally. And, and the Steelers saying, we got the talent to put up 30 points a game. You bitches haven't done it yet. They haven't. Yeah, when's it going to happen? Paul Zeiss said it last night on uh, Sports Showdown. You know, he said they said that the Steelers' the offense said they could average 30 points a game. They're not even averaging 20 points a game right yeah, now. Yeah, averaging 30 is going to be hard at this point. But, like, just get there. Get there once. Show me something. Yeah, get, get to 30 points. Get to 35 points, you know. I mean, I'm not saying you have to. Like, if you're winning games, like, win games. But wins are wins, but you the, there's there are issues. Ben's been off. Yeah, Ben's um, been off. I don't know if he's the red zone for... offense. Generally, hasn't been very good. No. Um, I think Martavis Bryant could help in that area with with his you know fade route attributes. Because Being six big, six and yeah. two forty or two twenty five cut. But he's got to realize that if he gets out on the field and, like, that ball is, like, 10 feet over his head, it's not because people don't like him. It's because, like, Ben's kind of having a bad year. Um, maybe not his stats aren't terrible, but he's 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 not, like, the assassin that, that he once was. And, you know, like, you, you can argue all you want about, like, if he's really going to retire, if he really thinks he's lost it, or if he's just trying to, like, you know, Make make for uh, you know interesting topics on podcasts and on his own radio show, right? Uh, but the fact of the matter is that you can't deny, you know, when when a guy's wide open and the ball's sailing over his head by three or four feet, like that's, you know, that's so, not a, that's not about like someone's opinion on it. So that's the NFL trade fact. deadlines come up here right quick, and just for the end of that, we already talked Ezekiel his six game suspensions reinstated by a judge until that gets overturned when they find a different judge this week. We'll see what happens with that. So how about uh, the Patriots traded Jimmy Garoppolo to 49ers. 49ers send a 2018 second-round pick to New England for the quarterback. Uh, and then Seahawks, they acquire um, can I, can, can I ask a question Dwayne here? Brown from the Texans for a veteran offensive tackle that has been traded. Um, so, yes. But what was your question? So why are the 49ers trading picks to the Patriots for a quarterback at this point of their season? I don't know. Do they think that Jimmy Garoppolo is just the, the future for them? Uh, I don't know. A lot of Patriots um, backup quarterbacks have got big deals because they were they filled in, sure, and they did this. And they, and, and, but the thing is, is with New England is that's a system. That that's I mean, look, Tom Brady went out with a knee injury for a year and. I just hate that the Patriots who, who was the quarterback that filled in for him? And he went to Kansas City. Um, Castle. Matt Castle. Mm-hmm. Matt Castle filled in. He lost two games. Yeah. He went He went 14-2. and two, Or no. 13-2. and two. I just, I guess. And, that, and he went to Kansas City and didn't do shit. But he got paid because he had one good. It proves that the system that they plugged him into worked. Right, but my, I guess my point is, like, why would you give up picks well, the, for Garoppolo now when you could just sign him in free agency? Yeah, I don't... I, does he have years on his I, contract? He, I think he does. Okay, so so that's... I so think he does. They, well, it's like they, they traded Jacoby Brissett to Indianapolis. Right, he was their third stringer, basically. Beginning of the year, right. 
And he's, you know, winning, but also, winning t- games in the NFL. Yeah, but Tom Brady said he wants to play until he's 45. Well, and Tom Brady doesn't get to decide, like, when his knee breaks always. Like, true. Just like he didn't really get... That wasn't his call when, you know, Castle had to play a season. Yeah. So... So what? What's their plan then? To draft another backup next year and probably just throw him into the fire? Probably. And like they're not going to care anymore about what winning Super Bowls because they're going to win this year. And God, I'm going to stop now. That's that's a horrifying. That's a horrifying. A horrifying flight of fancy I just took. Right. Uh, also, if for anybody that's a golf fan, how about this? Tiger Woods plans to return November 30th at the Hero World Challenge. And we know if you watch the uh, PGA Tour, they are in Europe right now and in Asia. Um, playing, so there's that. I don't really care at all. <laughs> so here's what we do care about, Matt. Picking football. Week nine picks. Week nine picks, and then uh, we're gonna be done for this night. How about our first game? There is no Steeler game this week, so we don't have to worry about automatically picking Steelers. But we do have to pick the Bills and the Jets. That's in New York. Oh. Well, in the Jets stadium. In New Bills Jersey. Are- we're in New, it's Jersey. New Jersey. It's in New Jersey because the, the New York team, the New York the team, Buffalo the, Bills, the New York team, the Buffalo Bills, the only NFL team in the state of New York. Correct. <laughs> anyway, um, man, I I was I was wrong about Buffalo last week, wasn't I? Yeah, you were. Um, I think I was too. Yeah, I well, I just I don't know. It's so this game is at the Meadowlands. It is at, at the Meadowlands Stadium or whatever they're calling it. Yeah, we were both wrong about the Bills yeah. last week. Um, I like Buffalo to ride the momentum. Uh, the Jets showed a little bit this weekend, though. They still yeah, lost. Yeah, a little bit. They, they showed yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I see some decimal points in my fantasy stats because of the Jets, <laughs> where I wanted to see, like, whole numbers. <laughs> so, screw the Jets, I'm taking the Bills. Uh, I'm going Bills, too, on that one, unfortunately. Uh, let's see here. Falcons at the Panthers in Charlotte. Man, that's a tough one to pick because it's the NFC South and there no one's wanting to win that division. Someone's got to. Someone's got to, but no one's wanting to. Why wouldn't the defending NFC champs rise to the occasion? You know what? I have, you know, I have Devontae Freeman in my fantasy league. Um, I'm going Falcons. I'll go, uh... I'll get Panthers to make it interesting. Ooh. How about the Colts and the Texans in Houston? Hmm. I'm thinking Texans on that all the way. Yeah, man. Texans. Oh. My, my, uh, my opponent had Deshaun Watson on his bench. Ooh. Still beat me. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Still uh, I ended up having the person I played had Deshaun Watson and their receiver that went off, too. It was ridiculous. It hurts, yeah. Yeah, the receiver that has uh, 13 catches for the year with seven touchdowns, and this week decided to have five catches for 145 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Oof. Um, Bungles and Jags. In <laughs> Bungles ja- and Jags. Bungles and Jags. It's like the most, like, that's... Every, every Ginzer's nightmare is, like, you turn on Red Zone Channel on a Sunday, and that's the only game that's on. Bungles and Jags. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, you know what? Right. Uh, you got to pick the Jags, man. They're the Bungles. They bungle. Uh, I'm going Bungles, man. All right, we'll see. 
Bucks and Saints in New Orleans. Saints. Yep. Rams and Giants. That's also in the Meadowlands. Because it's a Sunday game compared to the Jets Thursday, the Thursday game. game. Interesting. Interesting how they can do that now. I know, right? Yeah. They can they can play two games at MetLife Stadium, but they have to like Separate shift day. the London game to some like like out of the way rugby stadium because of soccer. Right? Like, yeah. Break. <laughs> um I'm going Rams all day on that. Rams, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. Cards and Niners. Cards. Is Garoppolo playing? Like <laughs> Is he starting? I don't know. There might be some heat now on this game that I that I never would have expected. Um Yeah. Probably it, it's it's too hard to just turn everything on a dime. So yes, Cardinals. Skins and Seahawks. Mm. In Seattle. Seahawks, man. After that after they were good on Sunday, so Chiefs and the Cowboys. I'm going with Chiefs, yo. Same. They're still pretty good. And um, they beat up Denver pretty good yeah. tonight. Uh Raiders and the Dolphins. Raiders gotta make a comeback here, man. I can't keep staking my uh fortunes on that happening though. So you going Dolphins? Don't wanna really sound that realistic here. Uh, <laughs> I can Raider Nation, you got to do it for me now, man. All right, I'm going Raiders. I'm going to come up to Canes and kick all your asses if your team doesn't win for me this week. That's right. That's I, know Raider where, Na- I know where you hang out. I know. It's like Raider Nation hangs out at Canes and Dormont. Um, Lions, Packers. How about your Lions, man? You've been riding. They're not my Lions anymore. They're not your Lions anymore. They, they hurt me. Um, Packers, though, has no Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Did the Packers win this week? Did they play? Did they play? No, That's they the didn't. Because I had Martellus Bennett. You know, he was on a bye. Yeah, they yeah um, they didn't play. So Lions. I mean, the, the Lions. The Saints well beat them. The Saints beat them in Steelers. Green Bay. The Saints beat the Packers in Green Bay last week. Okay, it's just with this whole. This is my streak then that I I've picked the Lions every week except for the week that they played the Steelers. Are you going Lions? I'm going Lions, just if not for any other reason than consistency. Broncos, Eagles. In Philly. Eagles. Eagles. As I watch Flyers highlights. Ah, I hate the Flyers. They're losing. <sighs> to Rick Tockett. Yeah. <laughs> and our last game, the Monday night game, is going to be the Ravens and the Titans. Ugh. In Nashville. So, I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna go Titans on that one. Yeah, that's where I'm headed to. We don't have a lot of separates this week, but it's okay. I did that intentionally. Uh, we have a couple separate games. We have two. <laughs> Literally a couple separate games. And since there's no Steeler game this week, like I'm just gonna watch the Ravens. Yeah, right. Uh, we're gonna watch the Falcons, Panthers. We're gonna watch the Bungles and the Jags, and that's the only. No, game. I'm not watching the Bungles. Alright, Matt. So what's your plan this week for uh, sports sports wise other than World Series tomorrow night? Uh, unfortunately these folks won't hear this recording until the World Series is over. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch the World Series. Um 
unless you're like a great fan of the Dodgers or Astros, you know, you're going to probably have forgotten about the World Series by the time we record again. So we'll remind you about the World Series yes. in about eight days from now. And um, then you'll be able to listen to it a couple days after that. Yeah, and, totally. And uh, so I'm really looking forward to the World Series. Um, I haven't seen my old job schedule for the week because I've been on vacation, but I'll probably have a chance to watch a couple Pens games. Um, yeah, they're on that Western Canada swing set. They're late games. Yeah. So even with your job schedule. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, they're late games. They're 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 in Edmonton and Calgary oh, and that's Vancouver. Yeah. And then they're like in like I think for some reason I gotta say LA or something stupid like that. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh that that's that's totally you're gonna get some late Pens games. Uh yeah. and of course any other hockey that you're gonna get uh to watch. So yeah, there, there there's that. Um Yeah, I'm, I'm like maybe maybe check out one of those high school games. It's kind of yeah. it's kind it's kind of hard to deny, you know, when when my alma mater is playing <laughs> a hop, know, skip, and a jump from the hop, house. Skip and a jump from the house. Yeah, you got uh, Calgary. Uh, let's see, uh, so by the time that we uh, talk to our fans again, they'll have Edmonton's eight thirty game, Calgary's a nine o'clock game, Vancouver's a ten o'clock game, uh, and then they're back home. Against Arizona for seven o'clock games, so you have three late games to watch. Even with your work schedule, you should mm -hmm. at least be able to catch the third period of of the Wednesday and Thursday night game. We got back to back games again. We're gonna lose one of them, uh, and then they got a break, and then Saturday night's that Vancouver game. That's a ten o'clock game, and so you should be able to catch what second and third maybe. Yeah, well, I mean I can catch all of it, but it's just you know if I'm if I'm working, I've got my. I can't focus all my attention on the hockey game. Yeah. So it's it's always nice and that's that's one of the things I love about baseball is the, the way the series has been going like I know that there will be like meaningful innings that I can watch. Yeah. Even as late as like, you know, if I work until midnight, I know that there's probably still going to be like the decisive portion of the baseball game for me to see. Um, Excellent. So and because of that my body clock is well adjusted to also being able to enjoy late night hockey games, so so that's something to look forward to, and then like I have I haven't even like mapped out my like football watching strategy for Saturday because Saturday is the big day. Yeah, Saturday because I do the soccer, so that starts sometimes as early as like seven thirty in the morning, and then you've got college football starting. There. And of course Friday night, I mean you don't go to bed till three o'clock in the morning. I least two thirty. At least, yeah. I mean, for me, <laughs> yeah. even. I mean, yeah. I, even on a non-work night, like, yeah, I'm so, still up till two in the morning. You know, I'll, um, I'll, I'll I'll figure out a strategy and try to find out when I can work in some some sleep, some naps, and you have a, a couch in your office. I do, <laughs> I, I do, but I can't use it while I'm working. Because oh, you'll fall it's asleep. Too far, it's too far away from the computer, <laughs> and also, yeah, I'll fall asleep. Exactly. All right, folks, go watch some sports this week. Uh, no Steelers. No Pirates. Penguins are out of town. Um, watch them on the TV. Pitt's off. Penn State plays. We think Michigan State, I think, is what we determined. Um, I mean, that's, that's the next big one coming up for them. Yeah, uh, Penn, I mean, uh, college football, there's... They have Indiana still, I think. But Indiana's not... I think Indiana. I don't think that's going to... That's not a threat, really. I mean, come on, it's Indiana. Penn State plays Michigan. Michigan comes to, wait, no, shit, that was already, uh, no, uh, Michigan State, yeah, they do, uh, and they go to East Lansing, 
uh, and that's this Saturday, uh, 12 o'clock kickoff. And then Rutgers goes to State College, Nebraska comes to State Rutgers. College, then Penn State goes to Maryland Man. to round out the season. Four games left. Their last game is Thanksgiving Day weekend, so the shouldn't the, the Big Ten championships the weekend afterward. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, so you got the Penn State game to watch this weekend. Pitts off Notre Dame's playing Wake Forest. Um, West Virginia, I'm sure, is playing somebody like TCU or something stupid. Um, I don't know who West Virginia is playing. I was just throwing it out there for a Big 12 team. Uh, but, yeah. All right, folks. Enjoy your week. Have fun. Matt and I will uh, get back to you next week with uh, the roundabout and roundup and everything else. He might even throw in some soccer. Oh, man. You know, can I, can I just briefly say that I got to see Crystal Palace come back for a tie, which sounds stupid to, to be excited about a tie, but the way it works, like they're, you know, it's all about like who they were playing against, and it's another team that's like very close to them in the standings. So by tying them, you're able to actually like hold them down, and it, it's gonna it's gonna be big. Like it's gonna it's gonna help them in the standings like down the road. I'm hoping. All right, and we'll that's see. The best about thing that. I can say is a, a tie against like one of the worst teams in soccer. Like, truly brought a smile to my face. And we'll see about maybe some Whippeal playoffs too. Yeah, we'll have we'll have some reports. See how many games. See which game Matt goes to, which game Matt's girlfriend goes to, and, and let's get some interns. Get some interns, right you on. Want, you want some course credit? <laughs> Do you live like within walking distance of Dormont Stadium? <laughs> All right, folks. Have a good week. We'll talk to you next week. And go enjoy some sports. Hey, you know what? Hit us up on our Twitter, bold PGH at bold PGH Sports, um, with your exclusive coverage. Thanks a lot. Have a good week. Hey, Ian's. Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com.